My wife and I have loved being involved in all this. I didn't know what to expect, really, because there are people we normally are with. I'm familiar with most people at Bob Jones University who are in leadership and work and admire what they're doing. I've gotten acquainted with Stephen through the years and have a deep appreciation for his love for the Lord and what he's doing. I thought one of the most perceptive things I've heard in a long time was what he had to say this morning about the future of Sermon Audio and really the future of this, this medium of getting things done. It's pretty amazing. I thought how out of place I would have been years ago in this. My mother <clears throat> raised four children serving as a waitress. And every night she would come home from where she worked. We were never in the eating meetings, but she would have the tips that she made in her apron. My brother and two sisters would get to bed, and my mother and I would sit at the kitchen table and put all the coins on the table, sort them all, quarters together, nickels together, dimes together. We'd finally count... And this is how she made a living and supported four children. We were never on this side of it. You know, we were on the side that where people are running in and out of here and taking care of things. I think all of us have a tendency to forget how blessed we are. This was a wonderful meal, Stephen. Wonderful. Even the time it took to get it, we enjoyed talking, honestly. We really did. No problem at all. And uh, I think the most impressive thing for me about this meeting is the Christ-like spirit of all the people I've met. The most standoffish person I knew anything about was Dr. Beakey. <clears throat> and... Uh, <laughs> And, <laughs> but he, as they would say where I come from, he just seems like one of us. I've enjoyed it all. It's been such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. I've been so impressed with these young people who have worked as volunteers. And... Uh, I imagine, without exaggerating, half a dozen of them have said personal things to me. Things that, you know, may seem incidental, but very important. Like, I'm praying for you. I know you're speaking this afternoon. I'm praying for you. I look forward to hearing you. Those kinds of things. Those things don't just happen. It's, it's contagious, but you want to know as you trace the source back where it all comes from. And there's somebody doing the right thing. It's so good to be somewhere where somebody's doing the right thing. Isn't it? I've always had a great admiration for Bob Jones University and still do. Pray for them. I pray for Steve that God will bless him, give him wisdom. Help him with all the decision making that he needs. 
And I've also been praying for this meeting. I think there's more going on here than just having this Foundations Conference. There's a launching of like-minded people about the work of the Lord. Uh, I, I feel privileged to just be near it, not necessarily in it, but near it. And I want to thank you again. I want to thank you again, St- Stephen Lee. I appreciate you and your wife, your family. What do you say? You've had the greatest meal you could possibly have and with the nicest people you know. You've enjoyed two fabulous days of spiritual food. But what shall it all accomplish when we leave here? I hope we develop some of these friendships. I hope our eyes have been opened up to the fact that God's family is bigger than we estimate it to be. And that some people that we thought were so different are not quite as different as we thought they were. I remember the first time Ian Paisley asked me to come and speak for him in Northern Ireland. I was frightened, really. I thought maybe somebody shooting at him would shoot at me or something, but (laughs) all great people make you comfortable being around them. They just have a way of doing it, don't they? And uh, my wife and I enjoyed him so much. He was vitally connected here. Let me just read something just for a moment, because I know you don't feel like hearing some long thing. There's a discerning story in the book of Acts about women arguing. And the Bible says that in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied. There arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because of their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you, and you know the story. These seven men of honor support for the Holy Ghost, and on the story goes. And then they conclude in verse 4 by saying, But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the Word. And I think there's a divine order in that. And so... Someone might say, what is the problem here? The real problem was not the problem with the women arguing. It only brought attention to the real problem. The real problem is there had to be more attention given to prayer and the ministry of the word. And so when we're doing something like this, we're involved in our ministries. You know, our heads are down. We're going 90 miles an hour trying to get it all done. 
And when I'm around hardworking people, I, sure, I certainly appreciate that. But when something goes on, something a little ordinary, out of the ordinary goes on, for me, we need to see what is God trying to say to us in all of this. If the disciples could have met together, they would have said, what is God saying in all of this? We have everything going well, everything's being multiplied, and all of a sudden these women have a problem. No, that's not the problem. That's only God's indicator to look, because there's a more serious matter going on. And the more serious matter has to do with prayer and the Word of God. And there's been so many pieces putting this thing together, and I've watched. We have conferences, you have conferences. You know what happens when you have to put all those pieces together. What has God been telling us? Somewhere, somebody gets it. That the underpinning for everything we're doing, the real foundation, the real work, the important thing that's happening is not my preaching, sorry, or your preaching. Are your teaching. God's getting our attention again that His work is done with prayer and the ministry of God's Word. You're never going to get beyond that. And if the Lord has to get you, that's the world we live in. It's okay. Be glad you've been converted. How many things does the Lord use to bring us to the real issue? The real issue for me is I want to see God do something in my heart, in my home, in the lives of my children. They both work with me. They're great boys. My grandchildren, I want them to see them develop into really mature Christian men and young women. I want to see God really work in the life of our church. I want to see God bless our college. But all the pieces I get from being motivated by what you've said, that's all they are. I'm sorry. They're just reminders of what the real need is, is our conversation with God and the work He wants to do with His Word in our hearts. I admire what you're doing. All of you seem to be on the right team, heading in the right direction. And before long, many of us will finish this race. That's just the way it is. Some of the great people that I've known, loved, we now just talk about what they did while they were here. They're no longer with us. But if God can get our attention, get us to the real issue of prayer and His Word, I feel like that's what the root of the situation is all about. Don't you? Thank you for letting us be a part of this. We've had a wonderful time. And we'll remember you as Christians who showed us the love of Christ. Thank you.
God bless you.